Hey guys, welcome back to the Faith and Motivation Podcast. Here on this podcast, we look to inspire people in motivation, finance, fitness, and overall happiness. Let's roll the intro. You need to set a standard that I am going to be the best version of myself for me. I am going to be happy for me. I am going to create the life I want to live for me. And success definitely doesn't come without adversity. There's going to be challenges. There's always challenges. You have to overcome them or you're just going to be weak. You can't just let them define you. You have to change that mentality of want to need. That's the one thing I had to change was it's not I want this stuff, it's I need this stuff. You've reached the point where you think you deserve a better life. Now is the time to change for the better. And we are back. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Um, this is the Faith and Motivation Podcast. As I stated before, I am one of your hosts, Darren Hawkins. I am a real estate agent. I am a podcast host. I am a factory worker. I am a basketball coach. So I have a lot going on. If you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DeHawk40. Let's pass it over to Chris. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Y'all can find me on my socials, which is uh, Twitch and Facebook Gaming, which is Reaper Killstreet. Twitter is at 00horn65. I'm also a factory worker, so I'm constantly working the 50 to 60 hour work week, and I'll pass it over to Seth. It's Seth, uh, Instagram, Seth Dubrolet, all lowercase, no spaces, uh, working a factory with, with Darian, actually, and uh, working on getting my real estate classes done and saving for investments, so that's me. Yeah, getting better. <clears throat> getting better each day as you can see we're extremely busy people and you know we're in the workforce just like you guys it's just we're working a lot harder than most of you trust me we're working a lot harder than most of you you know we're looking at you know we're working multiple jobs we're doing multiple things and that's why um we're better uh <laughs> um okay so next we have our podcast socials um if you want to find us we are faith is motivation on everything except for instagram where we're faith is motivation pod faith is motivation pod that's the only place where we're different everything else um, faith is motivation. We have everything except for Twitter. Check out our TikTok. Um, it's it's fairly popular. It's getting bigger. We need to post more on that, and then definitely check out our YouTube channel. Um, more content on that coming soon. Really, really good content too. We have some great things planned. Um, next up, uh, announcements. So uh, we're still looking for people to come on the podcast. Okay, we're looking for people to come on where we can discuss and exchange ideas, where we can talk about your journey, our journey. If you want to talk to me about why we're not better than you or we're not better than anybody, like I said earlier, come on the podcast. We can we can talk about it. We can have a discussion. I'm sure it'll be fun. It'll be great. Uh, so if you want to do that, make sure you hit us up on Instagram, Faith is Motivation P.O.D., and then we'll get back to you as soon as we can. So what we've been doing these last couple of episodes is we have been trying to guide people into creating their own happiness, building their own happiness. And obviously we believe that happiness lies in growth. We look at growth in three main areas, which is financial growth, physical growth, and um, social growth, right? So we already covered financial growth in our last episode. In this episode, we're going to talk about your physical health and why your physical health is important. And we're going to go into details about maintaining physical health, the discipline to maintain physical health, dieting, going to the gym, that type of stuff. So getting into why your physical health is important, and I think this is something that is kind of encouraged backwards. It's kind of pushed the wrong way, and we'll get into that a little later. But at the end of the day, guys, it is important to be healthy. And it is important to know what healthy is. And it is important to take accountability 
for your own health. Okay, so don't look at me and understand this. Let, let me let me get this out the way before we go any deeper. Okay, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Okay, so if you want to go off and be a, a terrible human being, as long as it doesn't harm me, society, or anybody else. Go be a terrible human being. Be mean, be rude, be crass to people. I don't care. As long as it doesn't harm me, other people, or society, it's fine. Okay? So if you absolutely just want to be 450 pounds, okay, and that's genuinely what you want to be, I have no problem with it. Here's the problem. Most people don't. Okay? Most people don't want to be overweight. And we got this idea that we kind of project and we tell people, oh, yeah, it's fine to be overweight. It's fine to be fat. It's okay. There's nothing you can do about it. And then what happens is these people genuinely do not want to be overweight. And I remember we put up a study about this in one of our, in one of our older podcasts. I think it was like being overweight increases the risk of depression by like 55%, right? So if you're overweight, you're like 55% more likely to be depressed than you are if you were at a at a healthy at a healthy weight limit. If you are if then you are at a healthy physique. So that's why it's important. Right? Because automatically, if you're overweight, you're running a risk of being unhappy. Most people don't want to be overweight. And it's up to you to be honest with yourself. Look in the mirror, take accountability. Like we talk, like we talk about on this podcast all the time. Look in the mirror, take accountability, be honest with yourself, and tell yourself, okay, I really don't want to be this way. I'm just making excuses to be fat, like most people do. Most people just make excuses, oh, I want to be fat, da da da. But in, in reality, you don't. In reality, if you was at a healthy weight, in reality, if you had a healthy physique, in reality, if you could look down and see your own penis, you would not be upset. Right? It would make you feel better. It would make you feel better about yourself. When you put on muscle, you feel better about yourself. And my guys can attest to this. The, the, the guys on this podcast, my other hosts can attest to this. When the people look at you and they say, wow, you're losing weight. Or they say, wow, you're putting on muscle. Or wow, you're getting in shape. And they say these things that make you feel good about yourself. Why? Because we inherently, as people, want to be at a healthy weight. We don't want to be overweight. We don't want to be out of shape. Okay, being being overweight is not healthy. Don't let people tell you, oh, well, I'm five ten and 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 two hundred and 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 sixty pounds, and I'm healthy. No, you're not. Okay, you run a higher risk at catching certain diseases. You run a higher risk at at diabetes. You run a higher risk at high cholesterol. You're you're not healthy. Okay, maybe your body is functioning normally. But you're running a very high risk of other diseases and other things that can hurt other things that can hurt you. And when these things come, they are automatically going to affect your happiness. They're going to affect how you have to maneuver life, right? So, being being physically healthy is important. Being in shape is important. Watching your diet, monitoring your food is important. Don't just say I don't want to do these things because you understand these things are hard. Okay, if you want to truly be happy, you're going to do the hard things that. You're going to do the hard things that you don't want to do. You're going to do the hard things that you don't want to do. And then, um, so, Seth, do you want to go in, go in and, and talk about weight loss and, you know, how the formula for weight loss and kind of how yeah. that works? Yeah, so so uh, being in better physical health and improving your, 
yourself physically is very important. And for a lot of people, it is going to be weight loss. And they look at it as something that's very complicated when it's it's really not. So I, I we like to say the concept is very simple. It's pretty much just calories in versus calories out. And I I I can attest to this because I've I've lost weight and um or I've lost I've lost a lot of like fat. Like I lost like thirty five pounds of fat. I'm putting weight back on in muscle still, but I, I, I lost the bad weight pretty much. And so it, it's really not as complicated as it's looked at. It's it's just manage your calories right. And, uh, you know, of course, eventually you're going to have to start managing your macros, which is about where I'm at now because I'm stagnant. But it's, it's, it's really just it's really just that calories in versus calories out. Yeah, that's like the that that's the, the very base level of it. So when someone tells me that they can't lose weight, I say, Okay, well, if you were to not eat for three days, then you would definitely lose weight because your your body would automatically regulate um would regulate calories because your body needs calories to do everything, even to keep your heart beating, to breathe, to blink. Everything you do has to burn a calorie. So if you're not eating, you're not putting any calories in your body, you have to be losing. Um uh, but yeah, no, like that's the simple formula of it. And I understand, and like, we understand that it can be a little more complex for people with the way their body burns calories and the way their body kind of regulates calories and the way their metabolism works. So it can be a little bit more complicated, but that formula remains the same. That formula is going to remain true to the end, no matter what you have going on in the background, no matter who you are, it's going to be calories in versus calories out, right? So if you can kind of keep that mindset and you can say, okay, kind of monitor it in a way like, okay, so I ingested this many calories and I'm still gaining. Okay. So that's too many calories for me. So I ingested this many calories and now I'm losing. Okay. So that, so, you know, that's below my kind of calorie um, limit. That's below my, my calorie surface. Okay. I'm eating this many calories and I'm maintaining. And you can kind of monitor it like that in a way it's going to help you and understand this is why things like keto and that stuff, they always tend to level out because, you know, it's not really a, they don't really monitor your calories the way you should be. It should always be, it should always be um, kind of, uh, you should always just keep track of your calorie inputting and calorie output. And then as you start, as it starts to get harder, you can kind of monitor the other things because obviously there's things, other things that kind of play into how your body regulates calories and moves calories, like how much fat you're eating. Um, What's the other one? I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm drawing a blank. What's the other one? Well, uh, carbs. I'll, I'll say this carbs. while you think about it. Uh, actually, yeah, carbs. I'm actually going to go into that. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, when people go on this, the, these keto diets and these really low carb diets, and then they get to where they think they want to be, and then they just start eating carbs again, it, it comes back really quick because they're not managing their calories correctly because those diets aren't really what you're needing, like he's saying. So I, I don't like to follow these low carb diets because, you know, eventually when you start eating carbs again, that weight is going to come right back because you're getting a lot more than you just were like a week ago. And so basically we're just saying to follow calories in versus calories out and then, you know, manage your physical health by going to the gym or exercising and stuff like that. That's how that's where your calories out comes in, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's that's true. And then like when you look at carbs, you know, 
it, it, it always it's, it's always going to boil down to how your body is regulating your calories right and so carbs it gets it gets a little bit more complex because um when you eat a lot of carbs, your body tends to burn carbs before it burns calories. But then when you cut out all of your carbs, your body kind of reacts, reacts a little differently. It doesn't, it doesn't really react the way it's supposed to. So like if you cut your carbs down, that's that, that, that typically helps cutting your carbs down. And this is where keto is effective at the beginning, because when you cut your carbs down, your body's not burning carbs or the doom, but your body can only go so long without carbohydrates. You know what I'm saying? It can only go so long. So, yeah, I mean, really, like you want to, you want to see, you you really just want to study your, you really just want to study your body and how your body reacts to certain things, right? But ultimately, it is calories in versus calories out. Um, anything? I anyone else got anything to add to that? Yeah, if you're just doing these diets at, at the start, it's gonna help you. But if you're doing these diets without actually exercising, then it's eventually just going to not help anymore. So you do want to exercise with these diets, like managing your calories. You do have to, you do have to uh, put some actual work into it. Yeah. And that's the, I'm definitely one, uh, the one thing I'm working on right now is just lowering my carb intake and Carbs are everywhere nowadays, so it's it is a little bit it is a little bit on the hard side. But quite honestly, once cutting that down, because I'm finally getting back into the gym, and you know it's definitely because that's my that's my only problem was the carb uh, carb intake. So I probably will be definitely doing something like the low carb diet or whatever. But like Seth said, won't do it uh, won't do it for long, just for the beginning part, just that way I can burn that off. Yeah, and then yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and hammer this home just so people understand this, that um, you also burn calories through moving. Like going to the gym is going to burn calories, sweating. Like um, a general rule of thumb, if you're sweating, you're burning calories. If you're sweating, you're burning calories. Sweating is a, a good indicator that you're burning some type of calories. But even so, you'll notice a change in your weight loss, weight gain if you were to just cut calories down in your diet and then you'll also notice it if you was to just walk an extra mile a day right so if you just walk a mile a day but keep the keep the exact same diet don't change your food just walk an extra mile you'll notice that you'll start losing weight because you're burning more calories you'll notice that your your the formula for losing weight the calorie the uh, caloric formula for losing weight is going to shift right so now instead of you eating the same amount of calories and maintaining your weight and then burning the same amount amount of calories. Now you're going to be eating the same amount of calories, but burning more calories because you're walking. Right. So now you're, so now you're going to be at a calorie um, deficiency. Right. And then if you just cut a meal out and keep the same routine, then you'll be at a calorie deficiency because now you cut your calories now. Right. So like a lot of times you'll see a change in your weight simply by simply doing that. Now, these things aren't necessarily sustainable for a long time. So you'll see a change in your weight maybe over the first three months and then you'll start to kind of stagnate out. And then you got to kind of reevaluate your situation. But typically just changing your diet or just working out a little bit every single day is going to uh, make a shift. You're going to, you're going to start noticing a shift, but you can't do this stuff like, okay, so I'm just going to walk a mile once a week. 
right? It's not really going to help you there. It have to be like a mile every day, or it have to be like a meal every day, and that's what's going to change it, right? If you just do it once a week, you're probably not messing with that equation enough to actually lose weight. So as as an example of that, like what I did was 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 very simple, and now I'm stagnant. That I was stagnant within like a month, so or a couple months. So all I did was so at my factory job, you know, we work like a night shift. It's kind of between second and third shift. It's weird. So our lunch is at nine forty five p.m. and uh, so that's pretty much the only time I eat. And and I try to keep it down below two thousand calories, and that that made a major shift because I was in the gym too, and that lost me almost forty pounds. So it's it's really not as hard. And also another big thing is stopping is to stop drinking pop or soda, whatever you guys want to call it. Uh, if you stop drinking pop, that's that's a huge one. Uh, Back a couple of years ago, I used to be like 250 pounds. I stopped drinking pop and lost like 50. Like, like that's crazy. It just, just cutting that out because that is really unhealthy for you, pop. And just cutting that out lost me like 50 pounds. And I was lazy as shit. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't come to the gym or running or walking, nothing. And I just, I lost a lot of weight. But just because cutting out pop can lose you weight without doing anything doesn't mean you should do it. I still, think you should go to the gym and cut it out and then manage your calories and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, hammering home the pop thing, understand this guys, there's so many calories in pop and like, there's so many bad things about pop in general. Like there's yeah. so many bad, like pop is literally killing you. Like there's so many bad things about it in general, but like if you take most of your meals and you throw a can of you throw a can of soda on there you're throwing like an extra like 250 300 calories on there you know what i'm saying but if you say okay i'm not going to drink that pop i'm going to drink water because understand you'll never get you can't get fat drinking water there's no calories in water there's nothing in water um now you can get water weight but that's going to be released you're not you're not going to hold that forever you can get water weight um but it's not going to make you fat it's not it's not going to put actual weight on you yeah, you're right. just gonna pee. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah, you're just gonna pee it out. And then it gets distributed throughout your body in other ways as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, understand that if you just replace pop with water or even hell, you can even put the little packets in, the little flavor packets in there. They're like five calories, right? If you just replace it with that, you'll you should start to notice. And there is um, so many so many substitutes to pop you guys say that you can't stop drinking pop because the caffeine drink coffee drink black coffee black coffee is is it's okay it's not like it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt you like chris chris is drinking it right now but like coffee that that that, that has more than enough caffeine to, to to suit you so caffeine blame it on caffeine that's not a problem you just want to drink pop just admit that you want to drink pop and there's so many other good drinks you can drink other than pop that are much healthier hell you can drink lemonade sweet tea is not very good for you but <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, yeah sweet tea's sweet tea's pretty bad but uh there's so many things there's so many things like gatorade gatorade isn't the best for you but it's a lot better than pop there's just there's so many things you can substitute it's so easy yeah and you know there's you know like obviously you, you 
Gatorade and sweet tea, there's that that's better than pop. But I mean, there's like Seth said, there's so many options. Like you shouldn't even have to resort to that. You know, like there's just so many options. There's so many things you can do. Um, saying that, oh, I just can't quit drinking pop is uh, weak minded and undisciplined. Period. Um, oh, go on. All, no, I was gonna say, all I, um, I've been off it for three and a half, almost four years now. You know, it's this is the best decision I've ever made. You know, that first regretted it after the first, you know, first week, it was like crashing and stuff just for the fact that where I cut it out completely, which I, I wouldn't say like cut it. I completely do it. Start gradually deficient, uh, getting it out of your system. Don't completely do what I did. Cause goodness, it was, uh, you know, I stand by that. I cold turkeyed it. And it, it didn't yeah. affect me. Yeah, I mean, all. I did. I did I just straight up quit. I, <laughs> and well, it, it, like, well, it, it's it, also you, you also might have drank a lot more pop than I did, though. At, at the I was time. going through a pack. So, I was going through a twenty-four pack a day. Listen, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stand by this. If you can cold turkey that, even even on a twenty-four pack, if you can cold turkey that shit, and you can get through it, you, it's it's going to make it that much more. Yeah fulfilling it's going to make it that much harder for you to go back you're going to like yo i went through shit to quit pop you know what i'm saying you cold turkey that shit you go through like the uh, you know no fuck that i ain't gonna sit here and talk about it like it's a fucking drug dude like no like cold turkey that shit just don't go back just, and, just and don't go back thing, like, cold turkey, that shit. what the hell i know you're talking about yeah. cocaine bro <laughs> the, it was just it was like the freaking migraines and stuff that was the only thing that was i was like i hate it the most was fucking like, ibuprofen and keep it trucking homie yeah, no, <laughs> I was saying I was literally taking I was taking six ibuprofen every day just to counter that, and I was like, "Why is it not working?" He sounds like Jared. <laughs> Y'all know, know who that is, but anyways, uh, another thing: once you stop drinking pop for so long, if you like have like a drink of pop or a pop at all, it'll like mess your stomach up, and you realize how bad that stuff really is for you. So, like, if Chris was to drink a pop right now, it would it would mess him up, man. Like, 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 like you'll see it. Like, I drank a pop one time after cold turkeying it because there was literally nothing else. Because a lot of people just buy pop and that's it. And then it it really messed me up. <laughs> like, like it's, it's stupid. I know. Like, what? in his options, he he. No, like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't let you say there was nothing else. There was probably something else, Seth. I mean, uh, like for me, I don't know. Whenever I had like a sore throat at work, and it was like they, uh, and I was like, everyone was like, just drink Seven Up and stuff like that. I was like, Ew. I'll get. Yeah, uh, I was like, okay, I'll give a little. I'll do a little sip. I did it. I literally just started to throw up. I was like, okay, yeah, no, that's not working again. <laughs> I'll just. Uh, it messed I'll with it. It's right. It had like um, five or six months ago, and I took a sip, and my eyes started watering. I didn't even like. I didn't even drink it. I I didn't drink that much. I took like a sip, like um, because our cups were beside each other. So I grabbed, I grabbed theirs, and I took a sip, and I was like crying. I guess how yeah, like it, strong it, the combination was. It made me cry. It, it <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Um, yeah. Cutting out pops big. I think most. I think that's something that most people can do. I think it's something that most people don't have the discipline to do. And even if you need a weed off of it, like that's fine too, right? I say just cold turkey that shit. I cold turkeyed it. Seth co targeted, but if you need a weed off of it and, and kind of take it slower, you can, but don't be like, oh yeah, I've been trying to quit for the past year. Like, nah, bro. Like 
give it three weeks, you should be done. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and then, don't blame you know, it on uh, caffeine. Don't blame it on, oh, I just like carbonation. There's there's so many other things you can, you can get. Hey, that bro, stuff. you can get carbonated water. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put yeah, a flavor is back. It is, is it better than And then, you know, like the caffeine, like caffeine replacements are everywhere. Like, I, honestly, I, I'd say go coffee. Um, especially if you're going to the gym, right. Instead of doing, instead of doing pre-workout, just, just drink your coffee black, go to the gym. Um, caffeine really, really helps you with that type of stuff. So yeah, there's caffeine replacement. So don't blame it on caffeine. And then, um, I would say that, you know, cutting pop something that helped me in my, in my, um, journey, which Seth, um, he was trying to lose weight for the longest. Um, I think he's trying to put on some muscle now. And then I, I was trying to gain weight. So this goes both ways. And I know the big, the big thing is, oh yeah, um, fat people. Oh yeah. You're, you're fat phobic as if anyone's actually scared of you fat asses. Um, but it goes both ways. You know, you can be extremely skinny like I was, you know, um, I was probably 180 pounds, 185 pounds. I'm six foot three. And then our before and after pictures will come out soon. And you'll see the massive difference between then and now where really my problem was I, I, I just didn't eat very often. I didn't eat it very often. And I will say I have a very good metabolism. My metabolism is, it, it, it does work its ass off. So I will say I do have an advantage in that area. However, it doesn't make it easy for me to gain weight because I'm never fucking hungry. Right. So um, back in the day I would eat, probably one meal a day, one time a day. It didn't really matter like what the, what quality of meal it was, but if I'm only eating 1500, 2000 calories, I'm not really going to put, I'm not going to put on any weight because my metabolism kicked in that fast. So what I had to do was I, I monitor two very specific areas and I'm starting to branch off and monitor a third so that I can put on more muscle. But the two areas I would monitor is my calories and my protein intake. So I would be sure to get in 3,500 calories, right? I, I needed to eat that and understand that is extremely hard. For It's extremely hard for me. I'm never hungry now, right? So I, I basically almost essentially force myself to eat so that I can put on muscle and I can put on weight and I don't go back to being extremely skinny. And I, I think it's kind of funny looking. So I have to force myself to eat and I have to force myself to eat a lot of meats. That way I can get my protein intake because I shoot for over 200 grams of protein a day, right? So with that, I've been able to gain, um, I was 185, now I'm 220. So I've been able to gain roughly 35-ish pounds over um, three months, I think. I think it was three months. And that was strictly changing my diet and going to the gym. I go to the gym six days a week. Um, so those two things alone, I've been able to put on weight, which is just as important. Like if you're if you're too skinny, if you're too small, it's just as important to be able to put on weight as it is to be able to lose weight if you're too big, right? It goes both ways. We want to be physically healthy. Um, so, you know, I urge people to do that as well, you know, and again, it's not easy. I'm never hungry. I have to force myself to eat. I don't drink pop. I drink a lot of water. Water is really good. Um, I think like my big three drinks is water, orange juice, and apple juice. You know, that's like my main, that's my main drinks. So there is a reason we say water all the time. So, so, so think about this. Think about you, you go like three days without having something to drink. What are you going to grab first? You're going to grab a fucking water. 
because because when you're thirsty, nothing hits the same as water. <laughs> nothing n- nothing hits as good as just a plain old just water bottle. There's nothing that is anything better than that. That is true. And you know, people actually try to argue that they're like, no, nah, I'd probably grab a gate. No, the f- no, you're not grabbing a gate. You're not grabbing it. Listen, bro. If you truly like thirsty, like you got the cotton throat, you <gasps> sweating it, you're grabbing f- water is going to hit different. It don't even matter if it's cold, bro. Water is going to hit different. And I think that's in human biology. Yeah. Like we're supposed to drink water, but yeah, Seth is hundred percent right. Like water, best drink in the world, hands down, especially if you're thirsty. Hands down, hands down. So, um, yeah, no. So with me, you know, I, I hit the gym hard six days a week. I'm only in there like an hour, probably like an hour and 15 now. I just changed my routine, but you don't have to be in there like three, four hours a day. You know, you get an hour long hour, hour to an hour and 30 minute routine, actually 45 minutes to an hour and a half routine. You hit all the major muscle groups. If you're trying to lose weight, you want to throw some cardio in there. Um, and then, you know, just, just make sure you go hard and monitor your diet. So, so, so what is it there in what, like 165 hours in a week? Is that uh, how many hours? 168. 168. 168. You can't, and you can't waste five of them in the gym? Yeah. Let's, 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 yeah, let's stand, let's stand by that. Actually, we're going to hit, we'll hit that, we'll hit that later. We'll hit that later. Yeah, yeah. That's actually, I think that's actually your segment. Yeah, that's actually your segment. We'll hit it later. Um, Chris, are you going to hit your your weight loss journey? Uh, yeah, sure. So, quite honestly, I was kind of in the same boat with, uh, like, Seth, middle school, 230, 240. Then got into, uh, met Darian. And convinced me to play football. And then that's when I got into the world of fitness. So I'm alone now. But um, sit there, worked out, finally got down to 180, loved it. Physically fit, able to before, actually was pretty very, very happy about that. Then... Came into the work life, which is lovely. Gained the weight. But recently, um, early 2020, uh, 2022, went back and worked out. Got to the point to where um, I, lost, I lost about 20 pounds and then gained 10 back in muscle. But I like that 10 went all the way back to my calves and thighs, unfortunately. He but thick. he thick, he thick, boy, thick boy. Well, I was, well, I was wrapping a thousand, a thousand pound leg press. So Damn boy, he thick. Yeah, that, <laughs> so like that's, as as you can tell, like my like anything lower body, uh, workouts. I was always great at. It's just upper body, which I'm definitely gonna be um, my main focus when I, um, since I'm now in getting back into the gym. That's my main focus is upper body. Um, ab area because that's one that's the areas that I do know I'm lacking in, so definitely something I will be uh, get uh, getting to, and I'm going to be doing the same routine as uh, these two gentlemen right here. And then we are already, we already been on the same head. routine. 
So no, I'm, oh. I'm doing I'm doing Darians. I'm about to switch though. <laughs> so then we will be on the, on the same routine. Yeah. No. Uh, but, um, go on. Go on, Chris. I'll I'll, I'll clarify uh, that. Oh, do you want me to clarify? Uh, that uh, I'll just finish. I was like, but yeah, yeah it's no. I've like it's I've come to like I've come a long way from being where I was to now where it's like I'm definitely looking forward to being one back in shape, two ready to be more happier with seeing myself in the mirror instead of seeing what I see now, which is a gut, a dad bod. As was it is that the term nowadays, dad bod? Yeah. Ew. I'll say this too. Me, <laughs> me and Chris are just ready to walk on the beach with our shirts off. Yes. <laughs> but I'm going. But if I'm going, like if I don't have if I don't have my dipod gone by the time summer uh, summer comes around, I'm wearing speedo. This is okay. So dipod <laughs> thing. I, I'm not hanging out with you if you wear a speedo. <laughs> Listen, if, if 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 some chick wants to come over and hit our comment, oh, I love dead bods. Okay, um, leave our comment section. No, you don't. To to um to clarify what Chris meant when he was getting on our workout routine. So kind. So when you do when you start lifting weights, what's important to understand is your body will adjust to your workout routine. So you need to change it. Um, typically. Typically, I, I, I go through my change every six weeks. I don't do my own workout routine. There's somebody that's in much better shape than me that I kind of follow his schedule, and it, and it gets I changed about it. And then I yeah, follow and then, Yeah, so um, oh, let me go ahead and hit that. If you know someone that's in better shape than you that obviously looks like they understand this stuff, you probably want to get some tips from them as well. That's where, you know, we go to get our information. Um, but, you know, you change your routine every – approximately my mind gets changed every six, six ish weeks. So what Chris means when he's following our routine is he's going to start at the beginning, the very first routine I was doing. Then after six weeks, he'll change to the second one, which is what Seth is on now. Then after six weeks, he'll change to the one that I'm doing now. Right. So like we've been through three different changes since we've started um, hitting the gym these last couple of months. Um, so yeah, I just, I just wanted to clarify that. And then, yeah, dad bod, like, Listen, listen, maybe there are some chicks out there that like dad bods, but most of them don't. And maybe, maybe in the winter, just, just so they can lay there with them, keep them warm. But I'll tell you <laughs> this, look, listen, if you're a chick and you walk into a room, right, and you have the choice between these two dudes, one of them's chubby, he got a dad bod, and one of them is just Chris Hemsworth, which one are you choosing? I mean, hey. Yeah, like, honestly, Come like, on. maybe there's a small minority of girls that actually like dad bods, but the vast majority, they're going to want someone who's in shape. And then to clear it up for you females, no, like, we definitely like girls who are in shape. Now, like, there's a difference between curves, Lizzo, and curve, Kylie Jenner, okay? There's a fucking difference, okay? More guys prefer no Kylie idea. over Lizzo. Like, it, it is what it is, okay? There's a difference between healthy looking like uh, having a figure having curves in your figure and having curves in your fucking stomach okay i'm gonna just say it i'm just gonna say it right so for most guys it's gonna be better for you to be in shape and for most women it's gonna be better for you to be in shape i'm attacking both genders most guys are fat and out of shape most women are fat and out of shape both of you both genders need to get into the gym work out and work on their physique if they want to be attracted to the other gender and stop acting like you don't care because yes the fuck you do Okay, so um, 
we've hammered home calories and we've kind of talked about how they're important. Um, and a lot of people don't know what they are. So just to clarify what a calorie is, okay, in extremely simple terms so you can understand that a calorie is essentially uh, a form of energy, right? So calories are the energy that powers your body. So if you think of your body as like a machine, calories are the fuel that powers the machine that keeps it moving. So everything you do will burn a calorie. When you have an excess of calories, your body then needs to store it. Okay. And that's what essentially makes you gain weight, gain, gain weight, right? Fat is essentially stored energy. It's energy that your body keeps for later. Right. So if you're able to, so that's why like when you're at a calorie defect, uh, deficiency, you start to lose weight because this stored energy, that's what's getting used to keep your body moving. That's what's keeping you, that's what's um, being used to keep your body going. And if you're at a, a calorie surplus, that's why you're gaining weight because your body's storing more calories. Okay. That's why the basic formula for weight gain and weight loss is calories in versus calories out. Okay. Um, right, so and then, oh, yeah, go on. Go so we're talking. Um, so, so we talked about why physical health is important, you know, uh, weight loss, weight gain. But another thing we're going to hit on is why uh, or how physical health relates to to happiness. So Tara Hackney, she's a personal trainer and a doctor of physical therapy. And she says that the body releases chemicals that boost your sense of well-being and suppresses hormones that cause stress and anxiety when you're working out. So like when you're when you're like working on yourself, you're, you're, uh, exercising. Uh, she's saying it just helps suppress those, those bad feelings and you're going to feel better about yourself. And like, once you start seeing results, you're going to feel better about yourself. I I've noticed this, like, since I started, like once I, once I started seeing results and I got a little bit thinner, I was a lot happier. And so it, it, it is going to make you feel better. It's going to give you better self-esteem. You're going to be more confident which is really important. Confidence is very important. And uh, you're just going to be happier overall. It, re it releases dopamine too in the brain whenever yeah. you um, lift weights. Um, and then I think it's important to know that like going to the gym is always hard, but leaving the gym, you always feel good. You always feel good until you can get into that, until you can get into that routine. Right. So um, and then what Seth said in that study about it kind of suppressing stress and anxiety, um, I find that to be true. Um, one thing that I've heard and I and I kind of live by is uh, idle hands through the devil's work. So, again, all these hours you have in a week, you know, being able to say, OK, well, I can dedicate this time to the gym. That's going to be time dedicated where you can focus on your physical health and getting in shape and not time dedicated to worrying or stress or anxiety. So that can kind of clear up your mind and and make you and make you think more clear and uh, and make you think more clear. And um, this, I, I don't I don't want to use the word distract, but re kind of refocus refocus your mind from the things that's causing stress and anxiety to something that's actually beneficial and self-improving. Right. So, um, Chris, do you want to go more into dieting? Uh, yeah, I, I can. So now, so, uh, I know there's 
tons of dieting tips and everything out there nowadays because thanks to the internet. But definitely, um, we've touched a little bit on one, or not really a little bit, a lot on one, which is drink. I drink a lot of water. Drink only water, truthfully, because it like it like for me, Seth and Darren, it is one lost his weight, but it's also great because no calories. Um, but also, we're uh, working out while also having a smaller plate, and but you'll hear the term "don't skip breakfast." you can ask us all three of us none of us eat breakfast and we're doing just fine <laughs> like d- don't don't really fall into something like, uh, like something like that like for me for dieting wise one eating a lot more at ho- uh, cooking a lot more at home so eating a lot more salmon pork um chicken and steak that's great protein and oh we got a new co-host with us yeah, no, I, this is Gizmo. Gizmo just wants to say hi. My dog just jumped into my lap. So is, uh, <laughs> is this one going to be released with our recording? Because I'm curious if my camera's back on. Uh, possibly. We'll see. Is my camera back on? Is it still frozen? Yeah, yeah, it's on. Okay, cool. Yeah, it, it's just ex- extremely blurry for me. Like... <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a little, bl- but that it, it's always kind of blurry. It's never That's blurry. Weird. It's not. It's not blurry for me. It's yeah, when you weird. actually, it, um, it's, I think it's just on our end. Yeah, like That's, when we actually export it, it'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, touching more on the diet thing, we did talk about it kind of a lot, and uh, along with like your calorie intake and stuff, when we talked about what you're drinking, you do have to make sure you implement like the things you drink in your calorie count. You can't just go into what you're eating because what you're drinking is giving you calories as well. So that's important to count when you're, when you're counting your own calories. And uh, yeah, uh, like intermittent fasting, I think we talked about that a little bit. That is really good. Uh, I I only eat once a day. I, I stated that earlier. And <laughs> yeah, I, think I, think, Darren, I, I, think, I think Darren's yeah. having some dog troubles. That's fine though. Well, um, this is you know, so like I'll go into a little bit more. So like I don't just strictly like eat only protein. I'm like I'm not doing what like the Liver King did, which of course not. You don't know, know that. Yeah. Well, but it's like so whenever I do have a so for me, I know I have to eat a lot of protein because yeah, I'm not like Darren that can you know eat a lot and then you know it not go in, but for me with uh, having a lot of protein and also with some veg, uh, some vegetables. So like, I know whenever I, w- I cook with asparagus or uh, my girlfriend, whenever she cooked with um, salmon, asparagus, bell peppers, onions, all of those are very great, especially, you know, cooking them with your the own sauce. Like you, there's so many uh, creations you can, that instead of going out, you can easily make those at home. Cause you, you can look up the recipes, make it at home, cut out the ingredients that actually cause more of the weight gain and, you know, make it more healthier. Yeah, guys, uh, guys, be like Chris, sauce it up in the kitchen. He's a chef over here. <laughs> that, that's that's how he is. <laughs> the, the credit goes to the girl. Um, the credit goes to my girlfriend because I used to only know how to fix pizza in the oven. Now I can sit here and cook full course. And, and he talked mostly. about he has to eat a lot of protein, but, but that's, that's directed towards everyone. Everyone should eat a lot of protein. That's really important. Even for you vegans, which 
vegans. What do you mean? There is plant-based protein. You guys should should eat that too. Well, I mean, I don't want to go into how I think veganism is completely stupid, but I think it's completely stupid and I think it's a waste of time. I mean, if you want to do it, you can do it. I guess fine. I think we should just stop there. I think we should just stop there because I, cause I agree. I agree. <laughs> like, I mean, it's fine. If you want to live your life that way, that's fine. Cool. Whatever. But there's absolutely no reason and there's no point behind it. Um, as long as you don't and try to influence my uh, the idea onto me, yeah. then I'm not going to say two words about it. Yeah, don't it. tell me I need to eat meat. Very, very true. Um, very true. Oh, you sure need meat? Fuck you. I'm eating meat. But, um, yeah, if you want to do it, you can do it. It's perfectly fine. Um, I want to kind of go into uh, the breakfast thing. So, um, yeah, no, most of us don't. Yeah, most of us don't eat breakfast. Um. Darren, Darren, go ahead, go ahead, stop and let them dogs out, homie. Yeah. Just, just let them, just let them let I, go. Well, it main set, main set. Yeah, we got we'll, it. we'll see into it. We got it. So, uh, so Seth, I, I can go ahead into the discipline thing. Um, uh, well, that, Darren, well, actually, Darren was about to touch up. He was about to touch up on the breakfast thing. So, okay, let, so we can I, do that. So, so I think with breakfast, I think. Uh, now, 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 this isn't. I'm not 100. percent I haven't done any research on this, but what he might have, what he might have been getting to is what, what I think. What I think it is is uh, uh, the never skip breakfast thing was kind of started as a ploy for people to sell more, like more of these meats and eggs and stuff like that and dairy products. So, for for more sales, they started like sending out these uh these like advertisements to uh saying breakfast is the most important meal of the day and all that. That might be what he's getting into, and I definitely, definitely didn't say it as well as he would have, but, but that's pretty much what it was, and he, he can probably cut this out and say it again. I don't really care, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, breakfast isn't very important. I literally eat like one meal a day. Well, uh, during break, it's been a little different with what time I eat, and uh, I've ate a little bit more, but I've also kind of done a little bit more workouts and stuff, but. Uh, but yeah, it's, I eat like one time a day. It's not, it's not hard. It's just, yeah. And so like, and so like for me, so like, I know for like a lot of people for like breakfast, it's like you get up, it you eat within the first 30 minutes. I, I can't, I, it would, th- it would destroy me so bad. Cause it's like, I starve myself all the way. As soon as I get up at about 1230, I starve myself until about 334. Cause that's normal when I get up and fix food, then, then I eat. Then I eat it when I go to lunch, and then I'll get I'll snack on something on the way back home, so that way I don't fall asleep and crash. Yeah. So, so Darian, while you were gone, uh, I probably didn't touch it as well as you would have, but I, I said what you were getting at might have been that breakfast, the whole breakfast is the most important thing, was kind of sort as a ploy for people to sell more of those products. And yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 where I was kind of leaning is um, so. There, there, there can be benefits to breakfast, and if, if you guys, my, my, my dogs are out, so they might be running around or whatever. But um, there, there can be benefits to breakfast, but breakfast being the most important meal of the day or being, like, super necessary, um, I don't think that's 100% true. Um, I did read somewhere that breakfast started as kind of a way to sell more meat, eggs, and poultry to sell those types of things. So they started this whole grand marketing scheme saying breakfast is the most important meal and then, you know, sausage, eggs, bacon, that type of things, and it increased sales. And that just kind of stuck with society over time. Right. Um, but I've seen no real 
detriment to missing breakfast for anybody. And I see, you know, a lot of people in social media. I see a lot of people on the new. I see a lot of people that actually skip breakfast and there's been no real detriment. There's been no real detriment to myself. And then another point I want to hit is um, starving yourself is also a bad way to try to lose weight, right? So you are going to lose weight, but understand this, that your body has mechanisms to keep you alive in certain situations. So if you do start starving yourself, your body is actually going to end up burning less calories because it understands that it needs calories to survive. And if it's burning too much and you're starving, you're going to die. You know, it, it's going to be a quicker way to um, the end of the line. So your body's going to go into starvation mode and say, okay, I'm not getting enough calories. I'm not getting enough nutrients. So let me slow down the metabolism so that I don't, you know, so that I you know, I can stay healthy and I can keep myself running, right? It's kind of like your phone going into low, low, battery mode, right? Systems start to shut down. Things start to work slower. It starts to not function optimally in low power mode, but it saves your battery life. That's kind of like what your body does in this um, situation. So um, that's kind of that. And then Seth, can you go ahead and go into discipline? I know we're skipping one, but I'm a, I'm a circle back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course. Uh, so, so with, with discipline, Basically, like the discipline it takes to go to the gym and to diet is the same discipline it takes for everything else. So it's important that when you're trying to improve yourself, that you improve yourself in all areas that you possibly can. So if you're just improving yourself in your financial aspect, but you're not improving yourself in your physical aspect, then it's like, what are you doing? You know, like you should be improving in every possible aspect of life that you can all at the same time and then everything comes together and it builds you all up as a person just amazingly because if you're just working on one area then oh okay i'm done with this so now i gotta work on this it's, it's different so if you're growing in all aspects of life at the same time you're doing really really well because because you gotta like if, you, if you're set if you're setting this standard for yourself financially then set another standard for yourself physically and another standard for yourself in your own social life. And it's all the same. If you, if you can go to the gym and you can work out and stay determined and disciplined to do so, then you can work on your financial life. And if you can work on your financial life, you can also work on your physical health. It, it It's all one and the same really. Yeah. And um, touching that, that discipline, is it, it is it discipline eventually becomes habit. So I think it's really hard to go to the gym starting out like the first time going and going consistently is even harder. But especially going alone, especially going alone. That that's another thing too. If you can find somebody to go with to start out, that's really great. Yeah. Cause I mean, they'll help, help, help hold you accountable. But um, I think it's, Oh my gosh. Well, I, I, I hope I get this number right, but I think it's, you need to do something three months consistently before it becomes habit. So the first three months, it's it's going to be disciplined. Days you don't want to do it, you still got to do it. Days you don't want to go, you still got to go. That's that's going to be the discipline required to get you to get yourself going to the gym. And it's going to be three months of you fighting yourself and fighting your own mentality to get up and go do that. But the thing is, like Seth was saying, that discipline that it takes to go to the gym every single day, that's going to train your discipline and that's going to be the same discipline it requires 
to do other things in your life, right? The same discipline it takes to go to the gym consistently, to diet consistently, is the same discipline it's going to take to become a millionaire. So this can really be the start of your journey. This can really be the start of your mindset. If you can wake up every day, you can torture yourself. And I, I, I'm not even going to say torture yourself, but I understand it's going to be apply pressure on yourself in the gym, right? Work hard, be sore, be tired, wake up the next day, go again. If you can wake up every single day and do that, you're going to be able to wake up every single day and work on your business and be focused on your business. And you're not going to put up with the same BS that you put up with before you went to the gym. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, that that first week, man, it's difficult. The first week in the gym is is the hardest. It's it's very difficult. I mean, changing your routine, that's kind of hard. You will be sore, but it's nothing. It's not even close to that first week you take in the gym. But even though you go through that first week, you go through a lot of soreness and it hurts. Yeah, sure. But it is worth it. It will end up worth it. I promise. Yeah, it's oh, so these the pup wanted yes. to say hi. It's uh, I agree uh, with with you, Seth. You know, the first week is definitely the hardest. Like, even, like even uh, early twenty 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 two, starting out, um, uh, starting back in again to uh, working out again. It was like trying to say is like again past that first second week. It's like trying to consecutively stay in there, get the and get into that mindset, and then after. The third week is like, okay, as soon as I get off work, going to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, and for, then some eventually... people, for some people, this, this comes as a habit a lot quicker. I think it came to me as a habit in like a month because I haven't, I haven't skipped a single day. See, at first I was only going five days a week, and then I switched over to Darian's schedule, which was six days a week. So now I'll go I, – I, I do not skip a day. And – uh yeah, and it, it, it's hard. It's hard to actually make yourself start, but that's kind of the point of what we're trying to push in the podcast is to inspire you to motivate yourself to start and to start your journey of self improvement. So, for for me, I was I was you can you can ask Darian. Uh, I, I was laying in bed one day, and then I was just like, "Fuck it!" I messaged Darian. I was like, "Hey, give me a workout plan. I'm being a bitch. Uh, I need to stop being a bitch, and I need to go to the gym." I don't, I don't remember the exact message. I, I'll, no I'll pull it up and Seth. post it. No more fat Seth. <laughs> no more fat Seth. That's what I said. Um, no more fat I, Seth. I, I, I think it. I think it'd be interesting to actually pull up that message. Maybe we'll post it or do a thing on it sometime. I, I might. But, I might end up putting it on screen. Yeah. yeah. I might put it on screen. Um. Yeah, dude. Like it's it's really hard to start. Um, I think. See, I don't know when it became habit for me because I developed this mindset the second I started going. I developed the mindset that I'm going to go and I'm not going to make excuses. So it was consistent with me already, right? So it was like, it didn't matter how I felt. I just woke up. Um, I will say that now I do notice it's a little bit more, more automated that I go. It's not so much that I'm forcing myself. It's a little bit more automated. Um but yeah, no, it definitely um, becomes routine. Anybody else has, want to touch that discipline point? Uh, I, I think we hit it pretty well, but I will say that the the message is no longer there. I guess we didn't save it. It's okay. Oh, it's all right. Um, so as well, yeah, I was gonna say, what's y'all? Uh, y'all gonna be going right after the uh, this 
uh, podcast. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah. Last, uh, yeah, last yeah, time we'll going for twenty twenty three. We're going to the gym. Gym baby. Last time for twenty twenty three. It's leg day too. Bro. <laughs> leg Jim day. Leg day. Get the it's leg order. day. Yeah. Oh, I hit five plates. I did. So let me touch this. Um, this will probably piss a lot of people off, but you know, sometimes people need to be pissed off. This is coming from a place of love, and he doesn't want you to make the excuses that people are letting you have. It's just terrible. Yeah. Oh, um, Darren Rain incoming before before discipline even is a factor. It takes accountability. So you need to look in the mirror and you need to tell yourself you have a problem that needs to be fixed. And um, a lot of you guys lack accountability. A lot of the world lacks accountability. A lot of the West, a lot of America lacks accountability. And we come up with excuses. Oh, well, I just can't quit pop. It's it's so hard because my, my, my wife always buys it or my husband always buys it or, oh, it, it's so hard to quit eating, blah, 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 blah. And then at the epitome of these excuses that, that sit at the top, uh, and, and this bothers me because, again, the equation remains the same. Calories in versus calories out. I don't give a fuck what you got going on. So the equation remains the same, okay? So when you come to me and you say, well, you have a high metabolism. I can't lose weight because I have hypothyroidism or I have Cushing's disease or, or one of these other stupid fat diseases, right? Oh, I can't help it. I don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but if you go across these, some of this shit doesn't even fucking exist. It doesn't even exist. And you're going to come to me, I can't lose weight because I have hypothyroidism. No, you're making an excuse. You are making an excuse for your inadequacies. I understand it may be harder, okay? No one's saying that it's going to be as easy as, as it is for me to, to stay at a healthy weight. No one's saying that. I understand it's going to be harder. I'm telling you that it's fucking possible. And if you want to be a healthy weight, you can. Stop making excuses for it. Stop making excuses for it. And then it even gets me because I had this conversation not too long ago with, with somebody. And they was over here telling me that, well, you can't tell people with these diseases that they can't lose weight, blah, 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 blah. That's not helping them. That's not positive, blah, 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 blah. So you tell me what's, what's more positive. You, you, you tell me what's better for the fucking world, okay? For you to sit here and tell somebody who is unhappy with their body, who looks at themselves in disgust, who does not want to be overweight, but they may have Cushing's disease or they may have hypothyroidism. And for you to tell them, you know what? There's nothing you can do about it. You got to accept it. Just be happy being fat. And them fighting with their own self-image their whole life or me telling them that it is possible and there's something they can do. They're going to have to work hard and they're going to have to apply themselves, but they can fucking do it. You tell me what's, you tell me what's worse, for them to accept their misery and just be fat for their entire life, or for me to tell them that they can fucking change it. And if you don't believe me, Google it. Hypothyroidism, weight control. Cushing's disease, weight control. There are people that's done it. If there's other people that's done it, you can fucking do it. Stop making excuses. You literally just sound stupid, like you can't fucking help yourself. You sound like a hopeless piece of shit, dude. Like, that, like, that's what it sounds like when you come to me. Oh, well, uh, I can't lose weight because I have hypothyroidism. Or you just have a high metabolism. Or blah, 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 blah. You literally sound like a fucking baby. You literally sound like a baby. That, that, that's what it is. You can change it. You can help it. They do it in Japan. They do it in the Middle East where this shit is not acceptable. 
remission is not acceptable. They don't, they don't make these excuses. They take accountability. They say, okay, maybe it is hard for me to lose weight. Maybe there is a problem. Maybe there is something wrong. But you know what? It's still possible. Calories in versus calories out remains true today. It remains true since the beginning of time. It will remain true until the end of time. Okay? It is the truth. Okay? And they acknowledge that. They take accountability. They say, okay, I'm going to have to monitor my weight. I'm going to have to monitor my diet even harder. I'm going to have to be stricter. They get a dietitian. Whatever the fuck is needed for them to stay healthy, they stay healthy. Because in a lot of countries, it's not acceptable to be overweight. It's only in America where we say, okay, well, being fat, it's only in America, only in the West, period. Only in the West. I shouldn't say America. It's only in the West where being overweight is acceptable. Okay? Most countries, most other places, it's not. It's not okay. So when they have these issues, they solve them. Okay? You just sound like a fucking baby over here crying. Oh, well, I just got to accept. I just got to accept my weight. And I just got to accept being fat. And I just got to be happy with it. And you can't judge me. I'm, I'm going to judge you. Okay? Your weight directly correlates with your discipline. Your weight directly correlates with your discipline. I don't give a fuck what you got going on in the background. Okay, and if you want to be if you want to be healthy and you want to be in shape, okay, if these are things you want and yet you're not doing it and you're not acting on that, you lack discipline. You lack discipline. And again, if you want to be fat, go ahead, be fat. I don't give a fuck. I might judge you for it. I have a right. It's America. I have a right to judge you. Right. But, you know, if that's truly what you want, it's cool. I don't I don't hate people for being overweight, but I do hate people that want to be healthy, but don't take the necessary steps to be healthy. Okay? That's what I have a problem with. That that that's what I have a problem with. Well, I'd love to be your size Darian, but I have hypothyroidism. Okay, I don't uh, get get the fuck out of my face then. I don't I don't deal with excuses. I don't deal with I don't deal with lack of accountability. I don't I don't deal with that stuff. Okay? Get out of my face. Right? That's how I see it. So, we 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 live in a world or actually I should say a country we we live in a country where it's looked at that it's not okay to judge people for their weight it's not okay to judge people for for how how they're treating themselves and how they are with their physical health or their financial problems which i i don't think i don't think that's right i think that we should be able to judge because when you're coming from a place of judgment not all judgment is bad like when you're judging somebody and you can like, like you're judging somebody if you're trying to help them. Like if you're trying to help somebody out with something or help somebody out losing weight, you're in, in turn, you're, you're judging them. But, but we live in a world where that's supposedly or a country again, where that's supposedly not okay. I, I, I don't agree with that. You should be able to look at somebody and tell them they need to work on themselves over in the countries and in, in the East. They, they don't like Darian was saying, they don't fuck with you. They do not fuck with that at all. If you're fat, they're going to judge you, and that's why they're not fat. They're not fat. I mean, of course, there's some fat people there, but they don't like them. They don't and, like um, them. They don't accept that. Like, like we should be able to look at each other and, and tell each other that you need to work on yourself. That and, and that's this one, too. And another thing with all that disease stuff that Darian was saying with, with these diseases, if you're the person that's sitting there and telling them that they can't do anything about it, fuck you. Because you're 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 worse than them, you're you're putting it in their head that they can do nothing about their weight because of the disease they have. That that's not how this should work. And and the people with the diseases, 
don't don't let people tell you that you can't fix yourself because you can fix yourself. Look it up. Google it. Just like Darren was saying, you can fix yourself. Don't tell people they can't fix themselves because they can. And it's okay to judge. It really is. We have the freedom of speech, even though all this hate speech bullshit is out there. Yeah, screw all of that. We should be able to judge and help each other out because that's that's really important. If you can't, if we're looked at and we're not able to help each other out by judging them and giving them criticism, constructive or not, then what are we going to end up as? I, I am scared to see us in 10 years. So the whole, but the whole thing here, it's yes. I'm going to take a statement from Darren from the past couple podcasts. He's because he said it multiple times when you ro- uh, walk into a room, you're automatically being judged by everybody and you're also judging everybody else. So if you come in overweight, you know, you're not, you're that, you don't have that confidence. Everybody's judging you for that. And like Seth has also just said, we live in a country where that's bad. It's bad to judge. Everybody does it though. No matter what, your mind automatically is judging somebody. Either off their weight, what they look like, what they're wearing. It does not matter. You're automatically categorizing and putting them into a section of what you're uh, what you already know and believe and like and also like what Seth has said when you go past when you get out of America it's not okay to one be overweight two to think differently you know it's it's a whole different uh, grasp outside the United States but why should it be a different grasp outside the United States we should be one phys- more physically fit more Two, more uh, more accountable for our actions. And three, and have the discipline to follow the accountability of that. That's all yeah, I'm going to pretty say much all that. it is. We are not holding each other accountable. And and I'll say this, all three of us, we, we love this country. We love that we're free to do what we want, right? Well, freedom really comes when, when you when you get in financial freedom. But, but that's last episode, right? Last podcast episode. But 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 we're free to have our own opinions, and we love that. But we hate the fact that we can't hold each other accountable for these things that people need to change. That's it's it's stupid. It's it's terrible. It's terrible that we're not. Of course, it's allowed, but it's frowned upon that we're not able to look at somebody who's fat and tell them they need to change because you do. You need to change. You need to better yourself. We should be able to hold each other accountable for that. Yeah, and I want to, I want to, I want to clarify. I want to clarify this because I don't, th- I don't think we did. Um, when it comes to judging, right? If we, I, hundred percent think it's okay to judge on certain char- on certain things, right? It's not okay to judge people on things that they can't control. Okay, it's not okay to judge someone on the, the their accent. It's not okay to judge someone on their skin color. It's not okay to judge someone on their height. Okay, but we're talking about things you can control: your weight is in your control okay you can change that you have the active ability to change that so we can judge you on that right just like we can judge you on your stupid actions if you act like an idiot if you're out here fucking running around stabbing people's da 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 oh i'm a i'm a i'm a thug i'm a gangster or you're fucking selling cocaine or you're fucking you know being promiscuous and all this extra shit. We can judge you on all that stuff because those are your actions. Those are things that you can change. Those are things that are in your control. 
Okay. It's fair to judge people on that, but it's unfair to judge people on things they can't control. And I just want to clear, I just want to clear that up. Like that's that we're not saying judge someone on their skin color. We're not saying judge someone on their accent or where they're from, or even really their family or how they grew up. Because a lot of times people don't control how they grow, grow up, but we can judge you on things that are in your control and how you move in your adulthood. Okay. You should be judged on yeah, those things. You should be critiqued on those things. Okay, that's the only way you're going to know that you're a better person. That's the only way you're going to know that you're a better person. And, like, it's actually – this is a weird concept in my head, okay? So we're, so we're, we're kind of branching off into, into social constructs. And it is a weird social construct because I'll see, like, posts and I'll see videos and I'll watch things and they'll say, well – and I'll, and I'll see uh, I see a woman say something like, well, if a guy's short, I won't talk to him. I won't talk to anybody under six feet. If he's under six feet, he's automatically disqualified. But if but a guy she'll says, be 400 pounds. Yeah. But, but she'll be, yeah. yeah. But if a guy says, oh, well, that bitch fat. I don't, I don't want to talk to her. It's like, no, you're, you're fat phobic. Like, anyone's actually scared of you, fat ass. It's like I'll say, no one's afraid of you. <laughs> oh, you're fat phobic. You don't like fat people. Da, 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 da. But the difference is you're judging someone on fucking height, which is out of their control. There's nothing you can do. And we're judging you on weight, which is in your control. Something that you can actually do something about it. You can actually change it. But, like, you, you get demonized for judging someone for weight as opposed to height. Like, that's really weird to me. Judging someone for height is the same thing as judging someone for skin color. Or fucking another thing you get judged on a lot is fucking your zodiac sign. I will never talk to a Scorpio. Your penis size. <laughs> women will really judge you on your height your penis size your zodiac sign but when you tell them or when you say that you don't want to be with them because they're overweight it's a problem it's a fucking like, really really like, come on stupidest, that's the stupidest social construct i ever heard like bro can I, could you imagine could you imagine you're talking to a girl she finds like you, you've been talking for like a month she finds out you're a pisces she's like oh, can't do it oh can't, my god oh my god point. he He's a white male who's under six feet, and he was born in February. Yeah, I can't talk to him. Nah, nah, cut it, cut it, The whole that whole zodiac thing—it's happened to me, and That's I, don't, I never understood it. Yes, hey. I, I don't. I never understood it. So it doesn't. It, I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. But like these are like this is American society where you can where where it's okay to judge someone on their zodiac sign, but it's not okay to judge someone on their weight. Shut the fuck up. Don't be like, like, shut up. No, like, no one deserves to be fat. Men, women, wh wh whatever else. Like, no one deserves, like, no one should, should be overweight. No one should be underweight. Everyone should strive to be as healthy as possible. And that is something that is always in your control because the formula is calories in versus calories out. And you control everything that goes into your mouth. Okay? Everything that goes into your mouth, you control that. Any, any bit of food, any pop, you just you control how much you work out, you control how much you exercise. There's 168 fucking hours in a week, okay? 168 hours. You can't find four. Let's say four of those, right? Let's say you go three days a week, the gym's 15 minutes away. You can't find four hours to go to the gym and work out. That is some horse shit, okay? That is a lie. Your weight is in your control. Okay, and we can judge you for that, just like we can judge you for the decisions you made, the actions you take, the way you act, things that are in your control. We can judge you for that. Okay, I'm never gonna judge. I'm never gonna judge a person for their height, though. Never gonna judge a person for their height, for their skin color, for their ethnicity. I mean, I mean, he he don't truly judge 
I mean, he be calling me short sometimes. That's okay. We're boys. It's different. I'm but, not funny. I mean, I, I, I might make fun of you for me. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge your character, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm not going to judge your character. Yeah, yeah. I don't care that I'm short. I'm still better than most of these other people that are six foot tall. I'm doing better than them. <laughs> that, is, that is true, bro. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like these weird social constructs that lie, these these weird narratives that are getting pushed out by these fucking um what it what, what are they? They're body po- body positive influencers like Lizzo and Drew Afalo and Drew Afalo. I don't even know what that bitch Afalo. You're Afalo, fat shaming. Yeah, something like that. Like, fat shaming. Oh well, if you go to the gym just so if you go to the gym just so you're not fat, then you're fat phobic. What is that shit? What if you're not happy being fat? Like, what if you're not happy being overweight? Like, like, what, like, what if you go to the gym? What if you go to the gym so you can be healthy, in shape, and when you look in the mirror, you're happy about what you look at? And then Why you walk out of the gym. You walk out of the gym. You go to a grocery store, and some chick tells you you're fat phobic because you were just in the gym. <laughs> How do you feel? Like, what, <laughs> what kind of shit is that? I would look that? at him and laugh. It's, it's so yeah. Like how are you well, like, to react? So, so do you? So y'all do know why like that? There's calories now on like all main uh, fast food menus and stuff. They have to have them. Right? Do y'all know the story? No, no, no. There was there's actually a story because it was what it was is in New York there was two women who kept constantly eating McDonald's, and they gained weight and they sued McDonald's for gaining weight because they they were like we didn't they shouldn't have uh, made us gain weight. Now there is a documentary. It's uh, called Super Size Me. Oh yeah, and this is where we that, live, people. That right, that move, uh, that documentary was it re- related to that, and they uh, that whole documentary helped in the court filing, and all the court filing said all fa- uh, everything now has to have a calorie count on it. And that's it. They didn't win. They, that's the only thing they gained from that. They didn't win against McDonald's. I mean, they shouldn't because they, because they chose to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner at McDonald's. Yeah, I mean, they. That was their. That was their decision. They had a lack. That of was that's what the court said. They got fat, and they wanted that's to what the court McDonald's said. for getting fat. You're the one eating fat. Are you really going to sit here and act like you didn't know eating McDonald's every day was going to make you fat, dumbass, fucking idiot? Like think, like like seriously, think about that. Like you're eating McDonald's every single fucking day. We literally live in a world where we're encouraging people, kids, young, impressionable minds, that we're telling them that, hey, if you're fat, it should you shouldn't be upset about it. You should be happy. If you look in the mirror and you see a big gut and you can't look at your penis and you can't see your toes, you should be okay with that. And if you're not okay with that, there is something wrong with you. You're an extremely judgmental, but that's the world we live in. Well, we're telling people if you're fat, you need to accept it or you're a terrible person. And like to me, that's just not that's just that's just not acceptable. That's just not acceptable. That's not a good narrative. That's not something we should put in the, we should push. That's not something we should push in this country. It's completely unacceptable. Right? Like social constructs today are, are absolutely ridiculous. We have, um, I think we have an episode out, right? Just do we have an episode on this yet? Or do, no, we talked uh, about it. We talked about it in an episode. We're going to go deep in de- Yeah, we're going to go deep into detail. That'll be, yeah, 
So that'll be a good one. I think I think I, I, think I, I, think I, I think I said it when we was doing our meeting for this episode. Um, somewhere down the line, someone's going to find this episode, and they're and they're going to try to cancel us for it, and then they're going to find our social construct episode, and they're going to try to cancel us for it. I a hundred percent guarantee it. And I just I just feel it in my I just feel it in my go I just feel it in my gut. Are you, can uh. Well, no, you've already went on a rant about cancer culture. So y'all just go, y'all just go find that podcast where he goes off about that. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. Didn't, I don't know which one it was. Um, was that the one to where we were? We we moved over to this section about finding your happiness, and then we put social constructs in there. I'm not sure. It may have been it. It may uh, it may have been breaking down. I think it was breaking down the mission statement where we went into social constructs. It may have. Yeah, been I think that. so. It may have been that. We'll see. I, th- I think we all had a rant about the cancer culture. Yeah, it's, that's stupid. It's you're stupid. All right. Well, it's basically we, yours. I think we hit everything yeah. we needed to hit today, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's everything. So let's transition into closing thoughts. Um. Any closing thoughts from you guys? Any last remarks? In the gym. No excuse. Yeah, stop giving yourself excuses. You have no excuse that you can't get in the gym or fix your physical health. You don't have to eat out every every damn day. Stop. Stop drinking pop. That's it's really easy. People make this this physical health thing way more complicated than it really is. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Be honest with yourself. Tell yourself what you want to do. Okay. Accountability. And then um Exercise the discipline, take the actions to do it. Accountability is the acknowledgement, discipline is the act. So, yeah. Um, that's all from us. Again, we are Faith is Motivation. If you want to find us, Faith is Motivation on everything, Faith is Motivation POD on Instagram. So, everything except Instagram, right? Always know that Instagram is different. Um, and yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for your support and deuces. Peace.